0: Oh, you know what? The other day, when you mm. got me an Oreo colada and you brought it home, and suddenly there was like a third of it was missing. Yeah.
1: Well, because I got an iced coffee, which f- I don't put sugar in my iced coffee. Right. So, so
0: you were like, let me just drink well, I had to, up I had all to try of Francesca's the, drink.
1: I had to try the Oreo if you colada could have seen, to see what it was like.
0: If you could have seen Patrick's face when he handed it to me, I looked at it and I was like, what is wrong with this? It doesn't, something looks different about this drink. <laughs> 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 um, It's not all here.
1: I drank yours to try it before I drank mine, and then I drank mine. And Have it you was, ever heard of a sip? It was like, drink, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I it drank
0: this new thing.
1: <laughs> I drank yours, and then I drank mine, and drinking mine was like, it was like tasting a glass of water that somebody who had drank coffee had coughed on.
0: Ew. Yeah,
1: it was like coffee scented at best.
0: That's really good. <laughs> it was
1: disgusting. It was like coffee coffee
0: water. <laughs> We four in a try and go. Why we we'll keep it one hundred? Tie optional. Whether like, it's from a desk or acting on the screen, you know who it is. Man, it's Chesca well, Lee. Sure, He's a lawyer, she's an activist, Amazing. and you're tuning to them live. This is last name basis. You ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm, ready. <laughs> I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is last name basis. Uh, so is the podcast bubble going to burst? Is it, Patrick? Do you know?
1: I don't know actually, but I did see a number of articles. This week, that we're saying that there's a podcast bubble.
0: But what does that mean?
1: It means that everybody and their fucking brother has a podcast right now.
0: That's <laughs> so true. And it's like. And we're part of the problem. It's. Yeah, <laughs> we're on that bubble. Yeah, but usually when a bubble bursts, isn't there some sort of like consequence? Like when the housing bubble burst, like a ton of people lost money and like. Well, these articles said went out that. Of the, business.
1: These articles said that the, that the podcast bubble was likely going to burst. And. There will be absolutely no repercussions if the if the podcast yeah
0: won. that's what I'm that's what there's I keep no, trying.
1: There's no economy based on podcasting, right? No one's there, there's not going to be a soup line that results from the <laughs> podcast industry going there's on. There's
0: going to be a lot of people outside trying to sell cords and headphones and like old leftover dusty mics. That's right. Yes. <laughs> like,
1: hey man, do you? Do you want this handheld recorder?
0: Yeah, there's going to be like probably like an influx of mics at like your local Goodwill, but that's probably The
1: entire the entire cheap microphone industry is going to bottom out.
0: Yeah, that's probably the only consequence that I can think of. So, I saw this really funny site called The Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows. Dot com if you want to check it out, they're not a sponsor, but we would love for them to sponsor us. I don't I doubt they have any money. That's probably why they're so sad. they um, be the,
1: the sponsor of obscure podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> dot
0: com. Exactly. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna buy that domain. Um so basically it is this guy came up with all of these um words for emotions that we feel but often can't explain. And I thought that they were like really funny and interesting. Um, for example, one is a hypothetical conversation that you compulsively play out in your head which is kind of like this podcast right
1: (laughs) not just this podcast that's my life (laughs) i'm just walking around having conversations i'll walk by somebody and i'll expect some interaction and then i'll spend the rest of my walk playing out that interaction Uh, that never happened i
0: hate that it makes me so i think what pisses me off about the hypothetical conversations is they always go better and i'm always so much funnier and like Clever, like really clever in the hypothetical. Oh yeah. And then when I'm talking to the person, I'm like, no, 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 no. You're supposed to say this so that I can say, oh, like, <laughs> where's my punchline? Like, it never works so out. You
1: actually force the the conversation to come about as you imagined it.
0: I have tried, tried. and it never works.
1: That's the story of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right there.
0: Welcome to Last Name Basics.
1: I was thinking of something hilarious the other day, and I really hope Fran says exactly this, i know. so that I have the perfect punchline. And it never works.
0: Uh, what a letdown. Um, another one that I saw was um, liberosis the the desire to care less about things. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because I have that problem all of the time. Like, I, you know me, I'm like super emotional. When I get really worked up about things, and then I'm like, why am I so mad about this?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. The desire to care about to care less about what other people are doing, Ugh. other people's successes. Yes. And- how you're comparing yourself to them. Oh my I know that. God,
0: I feel like I'm in a therapy session right now.
1: Yeah, get it all out. <laughs> This is this is how you get better. This is how you get
0: well, friend. <laughs> um. So I thought it would be really funny if we came up with some of our own obscure sorrows and and shared the definitions with okay. our audience, <laughs> and then you all can try and use these in your daily lives. Because I, I would like to <laughs> have some credit. You know what I mean? So that like uh, someday when I hear someone else say one of these words, I can be like, mm-hmm. That I was that, that was me. That's yeah. so
1: funny. It's so narcissistic. <laughs> we're just here. We're just here with microphones because we are the podcast generation or something no, to that effect. No, listen,
0: I I do think that, that there's some merit to some of these. Sure, but we're just coming up with
1: words and being like, you guys make this happen for us. Okay,
0: well, let me. Can I at least plead my case? Because I think that the ones I came up with are really good. Okay, sure. Okay, the first one is lenitosis. It's when you constantly ask your apartment super to fix something and he never does. Because <laughs> <laughs> our,
1: our landlord's name is Lenny.
0: It's named our after super... <laughs> it's named after our super Lenny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You know, I saw him the other day.
0: Oh God! And I was I was
1: trying to tell him that our bathtub needs to be fixed because uh, we have a drainage problem in there. <laughs>
0: please fix, uh, Lenny, if you're listening. Please please come fix our bathtub. I'm tired of having to clean the bathtub before I'm able to take a shower.
1: It's the worst. Anyway, this has been ongoing for some time. So I tried to get him to do it the other day. And then he ends up telling me about the, about the, uh, what he called the seafood theory. He was like, you know about the seafood theory, right, bro? What's the seafood theory? According to him, it's that, Seafood is an aphrodisiac. Oh, okay. But his take on it was that was that if you eat seafood, it wasn't quite an aphrodisiac, but it would make you last longer as a man, it would make you
0: Why is our super talking to you
1: about <laughs> sexual performance? I don't know, but it came out out of nowhere. I'm trying to get him to fix my sink and I'm like or the or the bathtub and I'm like speaking of never coming honey, <laughs> You, you, you never come when you say you're supposed to come fix this bathtub. He's like,
0: eat these seafood and you'll never come. <laughs>
1: He's like, sorry, man, I had oysters for dinner last night. So I, uh, so I didn't I, come up to fix your, so today, your bathtub. So I can't
0: fix your bathtub. Um,
1: That's hilarious. I have another one. Lenatosis. I'm gonna keep that one. Yeah, around.
0: please use it. Um, and anyone can use it, even though you don't know who our super Lenny is. <laughs> you,
1: you can, can you, you can tweak t- that one. You can tack your own super's name on. Yeah, that. exactly. They all fit.
0: It's kind of like a Mad Lib. Um, here's another one that I came up with. It's procrasturbation. It's when you have a ton of shit to do, but instead just rub one out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's disgusting.
0: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Don't act like you haven't done it.
1: So you're supposed to be doing things, but you but you're, you're like, you know what's uh... better than doing the things that have, have piled up and, and seem insurmountable at this yeah. time?
0: Masturbation. Yeah. You're like, get my taxes done or get off. Uh, it's a toss up.
1: It's genius.
0: I love it. Do it's you genius. have any?
1: Uh, yeah, I'll try one. I'll try okay. one. Yeah. How about um how about uh when you when you give up your subway seat to a pregnant woman? And then you realize that she's not really pregnant. She's got a little <laughs> belly. <laughs> That's annoying. I have totally that,
0: done that before. That belongs like, you in
1: the bitch. That belongs in the dictionary of obscure sorrows. I'm going to name that one. I'm going to name that one chival regret.
0: Oh, that works. Because if it it's like you were trying to do something
1: And now I, re- nice. I regret being chivalrous. It was
0: like, what was the point? It just
1: didn't pan out. That also works if you just do something nice and then you just think, god damn it. I shouldn't I, have. I regret having done something nice. Yeah. Because, oh, in a hot subway car. And you're standing and you're in a suit or you're wearing something that's a little too hot and it's packed. And then you give your seat to somebody who needs it, really needs it, like the most elderly person you've ever seen take the stairs down into a subway. And then you're just like, my and then God. it's
0: actually not an old lady. It's just like a hipster from Williamsburg. with <laughs> <laughs> like a gray hair, dot, a, hair job. He's <laughs> a
1: 21-year-old who's done a lot of drugs.
0: <laughs> you're like, wait a second. You're not an old lady. You're in a fucking <laughs> rock band. Like, <laughs> that's obnoxious. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, how about this one? Okay. We were talking about this one. So, th- so this one deserves a word. When you realize everybody who's ever had someone else to talk to also has a podcast. Oh,
0: you! <laughs> that one.
1: I'm calling that one iTunes
0: <laughs> podcast bubble. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone needs to come. I don't have a word for this, but I need someone to come up with it. What is it when you think that you found like a cookie crumb? And it's really just a bed bug. What is that? <laughs> what, is, what is that? That's just living in New York.
1: <laughs> That's
0: living in our apartment building. That is so desperate too.
1: Like you, I love that you were excited about having found what you thought was a cookie crumb.
0: <laughs> Whatever, it's totally happened before. Where you're like sitting, you got a plate of food, and then you like you're eating your food, and then you're down to the end, so you're like picking the little crumbs off of the plate, and then you're like, wait a second, I don't think that was a crumb. <laughs> it's just like a random Jeez. ass thing on my plate whatever i mean you know what that kind of reminds me of though like speaking of wanting to eat things that you probably shouldn't eat. <laughs> do you remember when do everyone um Kaya almost got eaten by an owl?
1: Yeah, no, there was a swarm oh, of owls. Oh my god.
0: Okay, this is okay, so we have we have two dogs. We've talked about Filthy and I feel so bad we really don't talk about Kaya on the podcast. Kaya doesn't
1: have the same kind of character. She's a
0: good dog. You know, she's like a she's like the good student. Like, you've got the kid who's, like, really rebellious and, like, never listens. And then you have the one who, like, graduated from high school early and, like, has a part-time job. That's Kaya. Like, <laughs>
1: Phil, Phil's more like—Phil's Phil's almost more like a cartoon than a dog.
0: Yeah, but he's, like, the bad one. Like, he's the one that you have to bail out of— Like, when you get the late-night call, you're like, oh, Phil probably, like— got caught shoplifting or something. You know what I mean? So we have no what? Kaya stories. This is this is like the only Kaya story I can really think of. Is we went camping, ugh. P.S. fucking camping sucks. I don't, I don't know. Like that is some white people shit. Like I, no camping for me. We went camping and we brought Kaya with us and we had to hide her in the tent because you weren't supposed to have dogs at the camping grounds. And then like one night we let her out so that she could run around and like, you know, just be free. And she was so excited. She was like running in a circle and she was like having the time of her life. We look up and there's like, like a huge owl like circling and watching Kaya. Like they were, it was the scariest thing. There wasn't
1: one. There were probably six or seven and they were moving from branch to branch to get into better position. It was
0: terrifying. To
1: eat our dog. I know. Which
0: it occurs
1: to you at that moment. She does kind of look like a rat. That not only does she look like a rat, she is
0: perfect owl food. She's seven pounds, <laughs> and she's a, she's a small mammal. <laughs> Please don't eat my rat. Eat my dog. <laughs> but, like, this is a thing. You know how, like, when something is far away, it's, like, small, right? Just to give you context mm-hmm. of how big these owls were, even though the owl was on, like, a huge tree, and then I think one was on top of, like, a light post, because we were kind of on, like, a a little grounds where you could set up, you know, like... I don't even know, camp stuff, I guess. These out whatever. Camp? You mean a campsite? We were at a campsite, but it was like a slab of concrete or something. No, Do you it was It was, babe. It was like a an open area because it was a circular space with like these light poles around us. I don't remember. Oh, that's just
1: the drive around so you can get to the campsite.
0: Okay, wherever it was. My on God. the light you... pulse. But this is what I'm just, can you just let me explain this? Okay, okay this is really important to me. So like. The owl from the top of the light post was like the size of my fist, which means that if it was actually by us, it would have been like my entire arm span. It was, like it, it was, was huge. It
1: was a man-sized owl. It was crazy. I thought it was a man in an owl. Suit. <laughs> It was so big. What I kind of what that's kind obscure
0: so- sorrow is that when you're a grown man in an owl suit? <laughs> Perched you, on a
1: light post. And you just
0: hang out at campgrounds trying to <laughs> eat people's dogs. Oh my God, that was so scary. Um, shout outs to Kaya. I'm really glad that you're still alive. That was so
1: funny. It was such an epiphany to realize that my dog is so low on the food chain.
0: Yeah. So to give you context, Kaya is maybe, yes, like you said, seven pounds. And she's she's just really small and rat-like.
1: <laughs> she looks like a rat. She looks like exactly what you would eat if you were an owl.
0: We call her squirrel dog sometimes. Or she's, man in an owl costume. <laughs> if that's what you're into. So this week, this was a really tough week for the bigots, man, you know? It was. They lost the Confederate flag in a number of states. And now all of them have to marry gay people.
1: They all have to get gay married.
0: So I know that that's really... And worse, people still have access to health insurance. So... Yeah. Womp, womp. Really sucks to be a bigot this week.
1: That's the hardest part, knowing that other people will get medical attention if they I need know.
0: it. God. I know. I know I died uh, a little bit on the inside. God. You know what? I posted this on my Facebook page, and it's worth repeating. You are not being oppressed when someone else gets the rights that you have always had so in the words of justin timberlake cry me a river i'm so freaking tired of these people being like how dare you let the gays get married like this is so upsetting for me like mm. I, don't, I mean
1: i that's that is a great impression of all honestly racist white people uh,
0: you know what though here's the thing I, and i wish i could i mean the confederate flag absolutely is just racist white people P.S. racist white people holding up fish in their in their Twitter avatars. I don't know what that's about, but someone put together like a super cut of it. And it's hysterical. It's like if you love the Confederate flag, you also love to fish. That's definitely that impression. But I saw people that were complaining about gay marriage that were like black people, which I was like, come on now. Like, what the hell? Like it's
1: It's strange to think that people who are in the midst of. Their own movement, for right? Their own right would then turn to another group and say, yeah, but not so much you guys. Right. But it's also interesting to see how people forget that that's very possible. In fact, it's probably, everybody is capable of doing that, absolutely. regardless of their background or or the fact that they face the same exact problems in, in their lives or something synonymous to those problems. It's like it's like sometimes people seem to forget that gay people can be racist, racist yeah. people can be homophobic. White yeah. people are all of that. There's definitely
0: some gay racists out there too. I'm sure you know they probably have a lot of conflicting feelings because they're sad about the flag and they're happy about gay marriage this week. But I mean, shit, like that must be tough.
1: So concerning concerning the Confederate flag
0: in Confederate flag news.
1: And in, yeah, in other Confederate flag news. Uh just today actually this morning, Brie Newsom climbed the flagpole in South Carolina at the Capitol grounds there and took it down, took down the Confederate flag that whoop was whoop. there. Which was awesome, uh but there were cops waiting <laughs> waiting for her at the bottom and so it was and it went right back up. They put it right back up just in time for a rally held by racists. I mean, flag supporters.
0: <laughs> I know. Okay, you know what I actually read? And this should like squash any argument. If you ever talk to somebody, because I really don't believe that anyone listening to this show is in support of the Confederate flag, because uh, I got news for you. There's a black lady and a white dude in the studio right now, and they are very much in love.
1: Hold on, hold on. Even NASCAR has come out against the Confederate flag. Okay. I mean,
0: once NASCAR? NASCAR yeah. is like the fish
1: that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah,
0: that's pretty true. No, so listen, if anyone you know wants to support the Confederate flag, let them know, in Germany, when people want to be racist and they can't fly the Nazi symbol, they just fly the Confederate flag. Now, now tell me that you would want to, like, stand behind a flag that, like, white supremacists are like, oh, this is a good stand-in for the swastika. I'll, <laughs> I'll just t- use this. We can't,
1: show- <laughs> we can't have swastikas, but a Confederate flag... Lit, was lit up you and you are a horrible person Fran. I not even do
0: anything. Right. Whatever. I, I just said go ahead and, and lead us in. Tell us all about it. Patrick we are ready for you to shine. Shine bright like a diamond. You know what No. No. Of course you don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh, do you want to move on? I'm
1: going. Yeah I'm waiting for you. Oh okay. Okay stop. Okay. Collaborate and
0: listening. <laughs> I thought that that's where we were going with that. No.
1: Okay. So the White House was lit up in rainbow colors last night uh, in support of the recent decision finding that denial of same-sex marriage was unconstitutional. And so were a lot of other buildings, though, all across the United States and across the across the world, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. The Rhode Island Capitol building was lit in rainbow colors. Mm-hmm. Denver Capitol building. Niagara, Niagara Falls. Falls. Yeah. The London Eye, the big uh, Ferris wheel that they have over there. Oh, I didn't see that Certain one. buildings in Puerto Rico and mm. all over. And I uh, like... All over the world. And my thought was, like, where the fuck are all these lights coming from? Like, were they just there? Did they just have all these lights, the perfect, exact, like, colors just oh, set up already at all these sites?
0: All of the lights, all of the lights. Turn out the lights in here, baby. Extra fa- co- you don't like that song?
1: Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's great. That was awesome.
0: You, you don't know that song?
1: Uh Yeah, I know the song.
0: Who is it by?
1: It's by um. Yep. Kanye West.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, okay, who wow. sings the hook? And spoiler or tie-in, the person that sings the hook also sings that Shine Bright Like a Diamond song.
1: Oh, so my God. So now I know you so really are going to know. Now there's some I'm I'm like there's visions of Venn diagrams dancing in my head.
0: <laughs> Can we get back to our podcast now? It's Rihanna. Whatever. Uh, I like to throw in little quizzes here and there.
1: <laughs> Speaking of quizzes,
0: it's a new part of our show that I'm trying out where I quiz you on. Oh
1: things. yeah, <laughs> would you give me give me another one?
0: Shine bright like a diamond. Do you want to talk about Tilda Swinton? Who's Tilda Swinton? Okay, so Tilda Swinton is an actress. She was the White Queen in Narnia. She kind of looks like David Bowie and Larue, the girl who sings that song "Bulletproof." My
1: you know God, do you I know just, that song? I just feel like you're speaking another your toy. language
0: right now. Another girl, girl means boy. You don't know that song, Patrick? No, I don't
1: like, know the song. I don't know the person. I didn't see Narnia. You like, don't what are we know. even talking about? You Why don't are we know. talking about any of this? You
0: don't know who t- Tilda Swinton is? She's like super androgynous looking.
1: I might know her if I saw her. Okay,
0: well, whatever. She's an actress who's like very well respected. She's been in like everything. Uh And she decided to start her own school for her twin daughters because they are getting ready to go to high school. And Tilda went and decided, I don't want my kids to have to worry about tests or homework. So she started a school where they don't have any tests (laughs) or grades or homework. And now it's a real school.
1: That sounds like some celebrity nonsense. That sounds like
0: some rich. White people, shit! Like, what the hell? Like, whose kid can go to a school with? How do you? How do your kids learn anything? How do we?
1: You don't. They they just created a school in which you don't actually have to get an education. Yeah. So no homework, no tests to know if you've learned anything. There's literally no way to determine if you've made any progress as a human being. This is
0: like the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. There, they also have a a learning summer vacation, which is. Hosted by Tilda Swinton herself. Oh, okay. And yeah. <laughs> she has decided that the goal of the summer learning session is for the children to have the freedom to be bored. Oh my god, they don't have enough time in their heads to be bored. <laughs> maybe if they do did... don't have any tests. Maybe like, what do you do? Maybe
1: if they did less at the school they're going to, they would find time for boredom.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Like say have
1: a class like the freedom to be bored.
0: <laughs> that is insane. God well they have 17 students so um they t- apparently there are people who are rushing to put their children there i'm just thinking like what kind of job qualify like what jobs could you get if you went to school where like you don't have any no, the real question is, the
1: real question is, what job do you need if you're Tilda Swinton's children?
0: <laughs> I guess you don't. None. That's do why whatever. they get away with this. Yeah. This is child
1: abuse in some circles. But but when you have so much money that generations following you should be just fine, uh, this is totally acceptable.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Um, people on NPR, NPR fans are really pissed off this week. Did you hear about this?
1: Um. No.
0: Um, so kim kardashian was a guest on wait wait don't tell me have you heard that's yeah i know wait
1: wait don't tell me yeah it's like a
0: really funny show where they have like celebrities it's done in front of a live audience and it's like kind of a game show type of thing and kim kardashian was on the show she was a calling guest promoting her new book selfish which is 448 pages of selfies of Kim Kardashian. So um so she was there to promote the book. Wait, like, can we just stop? The book is
1: actually called Selfish. Yeah, she's like I'm gonna put it out there. Of selfies. This is this is just
0: <laughs> I mean, I get the correlation that it is a clever off. name, but, but it's She didn't come up with that name. So like we're not gonna give her credit for that. Oh no, that. she doesn't get credit. The no. book gets credit. Or yeah.
1: actually naming it. Self, it's not like it was named Narcissism, a book no, of no, selfies. No, you no. know, that's not a pun. Yeah. But Selfish is a pun. I get that-, that, that Yes, some, it makes sense. It gives some credibility to the actual title, but it's literally a book named Selfish about somebody- who's ridiculously famous only
0: for... And it's just pictures of her. And it's just pictures of her for nothing. It's just... It's God, just... how dumb do you have to be to have a picture book and it still has a ghostwriter? Like, she didn't even come up with the fucking title <laughs> of the book. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she, didn't, she didn't even take the selfies herself.
0: No, I think some of them she definitely didn't take because, like, you can see both of her arms in some of them. Whatever. So she was... <laughs> she was like, here's my very first selfie and it's, like, a family portrait from, like, Christmas or something. Anyways, so um, she was on the show and... And like hundreds upon hundreds of NPR subscribers complained. They were like, NPR has jumped the shark. I'm going to cancel my donations. And like you can you can sign up for like a membership donation Mm -hmm. so that you can like donate ten dollars and it comes out of your paycheck every month or something. And numerous people canceled their subscriptions all because of Kim Kardashian.
1: I would too. If you I, would if I donated to NPR, which I should do because I've. I've <laughs> you a like
0: I don't long time listener and
1: appreciator, <laughs> and every time I hear their call for money, I'm like, oh, I should. I, you know what? I really should give them something because this is some of the best entertainment and news, et cetera, and the and most then you don't high highest shelf entertainment available to us today. And I and then I never do. I've only. But I donated... also said I was gonna I was gonna donate to the Obama campaigns and to Bernie Sanders. I haven't done. You
0: didn't see? I, I think donated... I did though.
1: I think I did for the Obama for for the second election.
0: Okay. Well, I definitely donated to um, This American Life a few times. It's so easy. You can do it via text message. We should set that up so people could just donate money to us. Yes.
1: Yes. Go fund me. Fran has, um, <laughs> Fran has lenitosis.
0: <laughs> exactly. Please, Letty, fix our toilet. I mean, our, our tub. Um, so yeah, you would, you would... You would cancel your membership over Kim Kardashian? I mean, I just don't really think it's that se- Like, they're not giving her her own show on NPR. I don't, I don't like, think like, it's I think that it was serious,
1: like- but that's the whole point of NPR is to is to cut away all of the worst garbage and give you something that has some intelligence and some value to it. Every other media outlet, major media outlet, it doesn't matter if it's owned by Oprah. It doesn't matter if it's, uh, you know, MSNBC. They all do this sensationalist shit. Mm -hmm. That you have to cut through in order to get to your real news and the real value, and they try to push opinions on you, and that's the worst part about it. NPR will just give you quality programming and insights into things that you didn't even know existed by real people. That's the foundation of NPR. But you
0: didn't know about Kim Kardashian's stupid selfie book. I'm not here to stand up for Kim Kardashian, but I do think that it was kind of one of those like tongue in cheek things where like they were kind of making fun of her. Like every time she said something, they would laugh so hard, like it was so funny, and she like wasn't even saying anything that funny, but I felt like they were, you know how like when a little kid stumbles into the room and is like, mommy and daddy, I drew this thing, and everyone's like, oh my god, you're
1: such a good
0: artist, look at her artwork, oh my god! And like, it's a fucking (laughs) little kid, like it's not that good, like you love your kid, like, I'm really glad that you colored in the lines, but, like, you're not Picasso. That's what I felt like they were doing to Kim Kardashian, and, like, it was kind of funny. Like, I kind of enjoyed that about it. I was like, she's so not in on the joke. Like, she's literally just like, yeah, and then, like, this happened, and, like, Kanye and our baby were thinking about naming it East or something, and everyone's like, oh, that's the fucking funniest thing I've ever heard of. I mean, I don't know. I kind of thought it was, I kind of thought that that's what was funny about it.
1: Yeah, okay, fine. I mean, I just think there are other places to do that. Keep NPR pure. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Okay,
0: sure. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's that serious. I gave them like 20 bucks last year, and I feel like I have a say. I have more of a say than you do. I gave them some money, and I say I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but I was was gonna give them
1: something. Now that I've heard that there was a reason not to give them anything, (laughs)
0: let's be real. You were never going to give them (laughs) any money at all.
1: Oh my god, I'm the I'm the worst NPR supporter. You
0: really are. Uh, Let's take a break. Ding, ding. No, 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 no. Oh. You don't do the, you add oh. the music in it. Well,
1: I'm giving us like the feel no, of music. No, no,
0: no, no, no. You add you the music. this is
1: what it'll be like later when no. I add the music in. No, 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 no.
0: The, it, the music will sound way better than that.
1: <sighs> I know this. I'm the one who puts the music there. Okay, so. Before me, we didn't have music at uh, all.
0: Okay, first of all. That oh, and first, and Justin and Justin no, Hall,
1: before ac- me and Justin Hall, no, 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 no. no. no okay, first show. of all,
0: that is not true because the time that you said that you were supposed to edit, and we let everyone think that you edited. All right, we
1: can't go back through this because we. That did this. was
0: the time that we had first music on the show, and your girl is the one that put that on there, not you. Which one? But everyone. Oh <laughs> wow! <laughs> what? Oh. You are so rude. Okay, now we're actually taking a break so that I can kick Patrick's ass. <laughs>
1: Okay, we're back from the break.
0: Um, so we got an email from Maddie. And she asked, do we have any guilty pleasures that you know are problematic but you still enjoy, like movies, songs, TV shows? For instance, she enjoys watching The Bachelorette, and she totally gets sucked in, even though she knows that it's terrible. Um, And she actually included this really funny Onion headline that kind of sums up her feelings at The Bachelor. Uh, It says, woman takes short half-hour break from being a feminist to enjoy a television show.
1: <laughs> <Which is laughs> That's so perfect.
0: True. That's pretty um, poignant. So um, she wants to know... If we have any shows like that, and where do you draw the line? Um, I definitely think that Game of Thrones is like my most problematic television show, and I honestly the don't whole, even the
1: whole universe that they created is problematic. Yeah, it's, it's like the rapeaverse. Yeah, <laughs> over like... there, it's like it's just it's just like nothing but death and dismemberment. And really, the only the only difference is is that how. Central is the character that's being slaughtered. No, and then it's you're thinking because in the episode. background people are constantly being killed and raped, beaten, raped, also any horrible thing you can think of, tortured. It all happens in the background, and then and then it happens to one of the main characters, and you're thinking like, oh, now I'm on the edge of my seat. It's like yeah. everybody's dying. That's Game of Thrones. That's how it works.
0: Yeah, I mean, even like the killing stuff doesn't like make me as uncomfortable as just like the way women are treated in that show. Like literally, they just use sexual abuse as like a plot line and. Mm -hmm. honestly I've been watching for five seasons I keep watching and after every episode I'm like "Oh, this shit is terrible I can't wait for next week like it's bad you know what I mean but I do think that you can like problematic things as long as you are, like, challenging them. So, like, I watch it and then, like, we have a great conversation about, like, why that bothered me or, like, why something made me uncomfortable. I don't just accept it and say, like, well, you know, it's just television, so rape, whatever. Like, I still realize that there's, like, things about it that make me uncomfortable and I don't like, but I'm still able to like other parts of the show. But honestly, after this season, I feel like I'm over it. Like, I just, it, it the season was not that good. I'm We won't spoil it for you, but it was just kind of, like, Slow and not really that much stuff happened. I, I don't mean,
1: think so. I I think You're
0: gonna keep watching?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Really? After it's, you it's after one of this the season? It's
1: one of the best shows on television. I don't care if this season didn't do what I wanted it to do. It's still one of the best shows on TV and it's got some of the best actors. It's got Tyrion. I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm slowly <laughs> oh, following. Oh
0: my god! So this is like the BS. measure of a good show is now you follow the actor on Twitter. Like you don't know him. Like he could be an I asshole. Don't, hold on.
1: I don't follow. I don't follow the actor. Oh, I follow, follow Tyrion? Tyrion.
0: Oh my god! I do, and I'm slowly,
1: he... I'm slowly. I'm slowly because now he's retweeting stuff that Cersei says, and now I follow her. Uh, I think okay, it wasn't Cersei. He was retweeting uh, tweets by Jon Snow, and so now I follow Jon Snow.
0: Oh, that's funny.
1: And I follow, I'm slowly following all of the, not the cast, the actual characters from Game of Thrones. And they're, you know, they're surprisingly in support of social reform. (laughs) I saw Jon Snow was like, uh, he had like a rainbow flag on his thing. And uh, I mean, it was impressive. They
0: painted the wall with a rainbow. Is that what they did? That's it, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Do you have any shows Patrick that you enjoy that uh, other than Game of Thrones that are problematic? I mean, I, I would probably know because I watch them with you.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um problematic not so much. I think the I think the worst stuff out there tends to be reality television, but the stuff I watch is
0: not really Everything you watch, you watch with me. Uh, so I feel like I would know.
1: Yeah, that's part of it too. But then I watch a lot of
0: You watch anime? I've
1: watched some anime. I don't really watch much anime anymore, and I watch a lot of horror. That you don't watch. So if you're actually out for the night, then I'll put on and I'm watching something, oh, I'll put horror on. Horror films are some of the worst horror movies.
0: R- horror movies. But if they're not want to talk about problematic. They have a lot of bad stuff in They
1: that. don't tend to be as problematic as you would think. They do people because they're always getting, like
0: gratuitous nudity nudity where like some girl's getting slaughtered and her like tits hanging out, and she's like, Oh my god, oh like I don't monsters, see how that's fault me, but I'm so wet and hot. And you're just like, yes. shut the fuck up. There's like,
1: no problems detected.
0: That is definitely a problem. It's like sexualized violence. Like, that's always really gross.
1: Yeah, but now you're talking about all violence and I'm all not talking sexualization about, no, I'm not talking, tends to be...
0: No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying that, like, horror films like to do this trope where like when the man gets killed he just gets killed. When the woman gets killed she's like taking a shower and she's naked and she like comes out of and then it's like a close up on her tits and then she's like rubbing the water off Oh of her. yeah of and course it's gratuitous nudity. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying that that's problematic. It's like over sexualization just like for the just for the purpose of which they do on Game of Thrones. Oh, they, yeah like,
1: they do the same thing with the guys though.
0: They do not sure do, they do that. Sure they do. How many times have you ever seen some dude's dick in a horror film before they Get killed. That's the point. Like, it doesn't, it's not the same with guys. Like, in, in in movies, we see naked chicks all the time for no freaking reason. And we never see naked guys like that. And if you do, it's like their shirt's off. And like a, a topless shirt is not like scandalous. You do
1: you want to see some dicks, Fran?
0: I'm not saying I want no, to. No, I'm asking
1: you. It's a real question. Do you want to see dicks in movies?
0: I think that the playing field should be leveled. Wait, no, 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 yes, no. Yes, I want to see all the dicks. <laughs> show them to me. <laughs> Game of Dicks is what they should name the show. <laughs> I don't want to see any more <laughs> naked girls. Uh, if there's a naked chick in the show and there's a naked chick in the horror film, there, there, should, should, be be, right there should be a dick right next to it. There should be a dick Right next to it. Is that
1: really? Is that a thing, though? You're just saying that just because you want to sort of level the playing field. Exactly. As you put it.
0: Exactly. Or- but is
1: that actually something that's that's like that the audience wants? Because, no,
0: I'm not. I, listen, I, I don't. Because care. my
1: understanding is that is that most of the women that I've spoken to about this tend not to really want oh. to see oh. the dick.
0: Who, who have you talked to about this? Well,
1: you for one. <laughs>
0: No, I'm. Listen, I am a little bit different because I am a self confessed prude. I don't really want to watch sex scenes in movies. Like I always get a little like uncomfortable when those happen. But you know, I push through it. You know, so that I can stay and actually enjoy the show, whatever. But I'm saying that if you are going to have shows where. Every single time there is a woman, she has to get buck ass naked and the camera has to like zoom in on her fucking areolas so that we can like see like every deep Like I could like read Braille on this lady's tits. Like I think. <laughs> what that would if you're they good-
1: say? <laughs> Literally, it's like. <laughs> it says help because this is the- we were talking about horror movies. It says it like, like I have a bachelor of fine arts in acting.
0: That's what they say. Like <laughs> I feel like if that's the case, then we it's should they- show guys. It's say
1: I went to fucking Columbia University. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, whatever. If a girl wants to take her clothes off on television, I'm totally fine with it. All I'm saying is that okay. like television sh- and film should be balanced and that it shouldn't just always be about women's bodies that like we should show dudes. Too. I agree.
1: But there's also been a lot more dudes lately.
0: No, there really hasn't. Game of though. Thrones has had has had dick after dick no, after dick. No, 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 no. There's no. You're lying. It's never <laughs> it's dick. Like it's a... always a butt. It's always their butt.
1: Because people don't actually want the dick.
0: Okay, but that's what I'm
1: saying to you. It, but I don't, here's the thing. I
0: don't like. You know what though? This you can't just. Babe, you this can't is the thing just, though. You even yourself when sometimes we're showing like these girls' tits and it's like uh, uh, for like ever. You're like, okay, we get it. We get you even are saying. Yeah, because like, we I'm get not
1: it. looking. Because honestly, I don't. I don't want that sex appeal. To I don't want to be. Triggered by that, in a in a like in um, I don't want the reaction to that. Okay, you know what I mean. I'm not looking to to get excited because some right, two people are having sex on a sex scene. But I but I appreciate what I'm seeing. What? You know what I'm saying? Like no.
0: I. Like it's, I don't
1: know. How You're how to not a pre- it.
0: No, because every single time it happens, we have this moment of you. You're kind of like, okay, this is a little bit much. Like, like, characters have sex in films and movies and shows, whatever. That's totally fine. All I'm saying is that it should be balanced. Okay, that's all I'm saying. And I don't that, think like,
1: balancing will will actually do what you think it's going to do.
0: I'm not asking for it to do anything. I'm just saying, like, it. I would, and I'm not. I'm I wouldn't not be as for bothered over sexualization
1: of women. I'm. I i do not mean to support that, but I am saying that. Um, that. There's a reason that I think the demand is less for the penis than it is for the breast. You
0: know what? I, that's all i I don't know that that's true. You don't true. think so? I don't believe- oh, I got don't... one.
1: we got two votes no. Yeah, Fran, I know that our, you can't- Our
0: producer is shaking her head You no. can't
1: completely disagree with- I'm
0: just- You know what? You know what? Here's, here's a perfect segue. Please tweet us and tell Patrick that he <laughs> no, does not know I don't... what the fuck he is talking about because- there are plenty of women and men, P.S., that would absolutely enjoy seeing some dick in Game of Thrones or in a horror film.
1: Not just plenty. It's just, oh, there I are think-
0: No, there are tons. Are you kidding me? There are tons of people that would be interested in that. Like, it is literally just the fact that, like, it's a bunch of dudes making these decisions. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know what? This scene needs some tits. Like, And they just and they're so I feel like so many of these men who are behind the camera are so like homophobic, but they even think like seeing a dick is going to like make them gay or something. And so they're just like, I don't want to do all that in a sex scene. Like, I'm good, bro. Like, pause, whatever. Like, I don't think I, I think that there are tons of people that would turn out for films. And still be interested in them. Not that they would like go see it for that reason, but if they did see a dick in the film, they'd be like, "All right, whatever, great, finally!" Like we never, see- finally, oh yeah. <laughs> you know that song? <laughs> yeah, I know that song. <laughs> I think you're just lying because you don't want me to keep talking about it. Um, do we have more? Do we I don't have know. more listener questions?
1: Yeah, we have a bunch. So William says, "By the all standard." Ty Optional is blacker than Cheska Lee since he married a black woman while she married a white man.
0: Oh, my God. Rachel Dolezal's got me beat. (laughs)
1: Yeah. That's and you know logic
0: makes no fucking sense. And you
1: know what? It's it's great. And obviously he was joking. So I'm not putting William on black. No, he's
0: totally joking because people did say that she was blacker than me because of of my partner. So you know, we have now apparently we have a new dole's all standard.
1: Yeah, well, I was thinking we need we need better rubrics for the tough questions of the day like this. So like a dole's all scale. Mm. Like like so, like, so here's a question for you to determine. If you're black.
0: Okay, on the dole is all scale. On the scale. dole is
1: all scale. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, hit me with the first one.
1: Question number one. Are one or more of your parents black?
0: Ooh. One, never. Mm.
1: Two, rarely. Uh, mm. Three, sometimes. Four, very often. Or five, always.
0: <sighs> okay, Um, I'm going to say... I'm gonna say five. I'm gonna say my parents are always black. Both
1: okay. Of them, both All right. Well, let's them. let's enter your let's enter it into the uh, the test grader here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: That's the official test. grade. There's only one question on the Dolezal scale test. It's
1: the only one needed. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only one. So you've completed the Dolezal test. Okay. And for the listeners who are out there who've taken the test along with us, if you scored a five or higher, you're black.
0: Oh. Yay. If
1: you scored a four or lower, you're not black. But please check out our other tests, including the Don Lemon test, the Bobby Jindal assessment and the Emma Stone standard.
0: OK, yeah. And you can find those on our website site, LastNameBasis.com. Um, we look forward to getting your results.
1: Actually, <laughs> that worked out really well. I feel like a lot of people have learned something.
0: Yeah, I hope so. We are all about the learnings here um, on Last Name Basis. I think we should do another quiz. I would like to do... A how oppressed are you by marriage equality quiz because a bunch of people on facebook were complaining they were saying like the conservatives on twitter were saying that 626 was like the new 911 oh, yeah <laughs> they I heard were that. like really I saw that. they were just like so upset and
1: you know what though there's actually something to that cuz just the other day i was going to the airport after it had rained and i saw two airplanes fly right into a rainbow oh my god so question number 1 on the how oppressed are you by marriage equality quiz if a train enters a tunnel at forty miles an hour, and that tunnel represents a butt, do you still qualify for your spouse's medical benefits?
0: Ooh, um, what's One, the scale? Never. Okay.
1: Two, rarely. Three, sometimes. Four, very often. Or five, post-coital cigarettes.
0: Mm, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Very often, I still have my medical benefits, even though gay people are getting married and having sex.
1: It would have been a five, but you don't smoke.
0: Okay, the next question on the How Oppressed Are You by Marriage Equality quiz. A lesbian couple buys two dresses for their wedding, but you only bought one. Which of the following is now true? A, your jointly filed tax returns will be rejected. (laughs) B, the lesbian couple is entitled to make critical health care decisions on your behalf. <laughs> C, conservative Christians will now start a GoFundMe to buy you a new dress.
1: <laughs> That's probably
0: or true. Or D, all of your children will be gay. <laughs> Which one is it?
1: Do you have, actually, do you have the answers for this?
0: Um. No, this is one of the world. It doesn't make this any sense. Of, That's the, the world boy. will <laughs> never know. Oh, you're all so oppressed. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Tweet us your answers. We are really curious to hear how gay marriage is oppressing you. <laughs>
1: Stop it! Really, be you're gonna make them think <laughs> that we actually did this as a measure of of gay marriage oppressing. I'm people. pretty
0: sure that people can understand sarcasm, and anyone that thinks that gay marriage is oppressing them is full of shit.
1: Okay, that's what we were looking for.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't need. I didn't want to s- like spell it out for anyone, but way to freaking ruin that that uh. That really well thought out segment that we created. Okay. um, Are you ready to move into the slanguage B? Yes. Okay. This week's slanguage B phrase, I think this is a pretty easy one. You should, if you don't get this one, like our marriage is in jeopardy. Um, This week's slanguage B phrase is stay mad.
1: Oh, yeah, I know what stay mad means. I, like, actually know what stay mad means.
0: Okay, then say
1: it. Stay mad is is when somebody is pissed that you have something or done something or is jealous, really, uh, that, they, that they're that they being obnoxiously angry with you or um, giving you a hard time. And so you just say, you know, like, stay mad. It's just throwing it back in their face. It's like, good for you. You want to be jealous? Stay jealous because I'm, I'm killing it.
0: Ooh, oh, high five. And anyone that's upset about marriage equality can stay fucking mad. Woo-hoo.
1: It's so funny. Oh, my God. Did you... <laughs> Did you see where um where certain counties stopped issuing marriage licenses? Yes,
0: I did see it was, in, it, it was in Texas. They they put up a sign and they were like, "Um our systems are down and so we can't offer any same-sex certificates." It's, it's like, not just there. There've been
1: there've been a few a few towns that have stopped doing it. And, I
0: hope all those people get hauled off to jail.
1: And I saw something saying that the the Missouri um elected officials were threatening to to do what? To not issue any marriage licenses. is some sort of weird, I don't know, protest. Oh, my God. Or something like that, which would be hilarious, though, because the moment when they finally, I mean, I, I wish they would, because the moment when they finally have their population say to them, we want to get married, give me the marriage license, and they have to back down off of that, off of that like grandstanding mm-hmm. that they're doing, um, it's just a crushing, crushing blow. It would just be hilarious to be there for that moment, to see them have to just eat their own stupidity.
0: Ugh, God, I hate all of those people. All of them can stay mad. Look at that. We've had numerous reasons to use our slang word within the episode. Full circle. Well, this was a rousing episode. (laughs) I had a great time. Did you have fun? I had a a blast. Um, Definitely let us know what you thought of the show. You can tweet us with the hashtag last name basis, or you can send us an email to our flashy new email address, lnbpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us individually at CheskaLee. Tie optional. We will see you next week. I'm Francesca.
1: I'm Patrick. And
0: this was Game of Dicks. All of the lights, all of the lights. Turn out the lights in here, baby.
1: Oh, wow.